Welcome to the Christian Youth Camp Podcast. At Camp Chioka, it has been our mission for over 50 years to lead campers into a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ and each other. These conversations share the heart of our camp family in efforts to lead us all into a deeper relationship with the Lord. On today's episode of the Christian Youth Camp Podcast, we have Nolan Jenkins. Nolan has been a camper here for 14 years and is a high school senior. He'll talk with us today about friendships and spiritual growth, as well as living out his faith in high school and as an athlete. His peers so greatly respect him, and we love being his friends, so I hope that y'all enjoy hanging out with us today. Today we have Nolan Jenkins, one of our high school campers on the podcast. Nolan has been here for 14 years, so what have you taken away from Camp Chioka? Um, just overall, um, the yearly um, kind of reuniting with former counselors and um, friendships, building those relationships throughout the years and meeting people and seeing them, seeing counselors even graduate from college, um, those are really some of the uh, main and great things that I've taken away from camp. It's um, on a spiritual aspect of things, I'd probably say, um, basically, uh, when I come here, I can really um, kind of reinforce my like spiritual knowledge and um, really gain knowledge about myself and what I need to do to better myself for the next coming school year or season of my life, really. So. Yeah. So with relationships, I know you have like a really solid group yeah. um, of friends here, and I'd like kind of heard so much about you before from Bobby. So what does having those friends year around mean to you? Um, it's been a journey. I mean, we, we met when we were in like 2013. I think that was, I don't know, it might have been the year before Masterpiece or whatever. I don't know what the mm. theme was. But um, having those friends every year has really made it a lot more fun. Um, and we've actually like even made efforts to not just see each other once a year at camp. So like we've seen each other outside of camp. Um, but I never really thought that something like that. I knew that something like that could come from camp, but I didn't know I would be a part of it. Yeah. And that's that's very neat to just have those kind of close friends like that. Yeah. Why has that been important to you to have friends that encourage you in your faith? Well, I mean, especially um, I can, well, my family is very um, faith-based and very like in um, rooted in faith. And so I never really thought that I needed friends or that sort of even the word, like even using the word accountability, sort of like I didn't really necessarily see if I needed it, but um, having them there really just made camp mean so much more and made me want to do better myself so much more at camp. So, yes. and then kind of still going into relationships, like I know your sister was here, and I heard yeah. a lot about uh-huh. her being here. So, what is that relationship like for you? Um, my sister and I earlier on in the relationship, like um, when I was like early teen, 13, maybe 12, um, I saw it more as like a comparison. So I would compare myself to her and um, I would hold myself to her standards. And it really just left me like kind of disappointed. Um, but Emma, oh, with all, all her following and her friends and all this stuff, it always felt discouraging. But over the past couple years, um, I've really kind of, inf- people have really enforced on me that like I'm my own person and I have my own path apart from her. And um, so then I saw my sister as like a um, sort of 
like a best friend in the sorts yeah. rather than just like family. And so her, her being there, seeing what she does, um, it's just become to the point where I've matured and it's a lot more inspiring. And we actually um, do talk about like what I want to do and what, like, how I could help her or something like that. Yeah, what have you learned like watching her grow up as her brother? Um, I've, Emma is, uh, she's, she's something else because <laughs> used to, it was like, um, you've, she's matured so much over just the past two years even yeah. because she has gotten engaged. Um, and so, but when I'm, when I see Emma, um, earlier on, it was all like, um, very like bubbly and, but now over time as she's spoken a lot of places and mm -hmm. it's become more of like a. It's it's from it's coming from the same place in her heart, but it's a lot more mature. Yeah. And so to see her mature as um, as like far as she has, it's um, really like admirable to me. Yeah, that's so sweet to watch with your family. And yeah. then you said that your parents met out here. Yeah, they did. Um, what like foundation have they provided as parents for your family? So my my parents didn't really come from much. Mm -hmm. uh, they actually really struggled um, uh, in their childhood and earlier on uh, in their marriage. And so for them, me, um, seeing their hard work, like that really, when I think of my parents' relationship, I think of hard work and coming through absolute, like the absolute worst case scenario to where they are now, it's really inspired me and it's made me very grateful for what I have. Oh. Um, it's made me more aware of the, um, the privileges that I have that other people don't, um, um, and so I'm very, I'm very thankful for um, what what they have uh, actually accomplished throughout the past couple of years. Um, and when it comes to growing spiritually, um, they really taught us to work hard. Um, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Like really. Yeah. Uh, but using those because earlier on I saw them more as mom and dad, but yeah. now as I'm getting older, it's more of a best friend. And so that. it's it's kind of um, matured over time. But yeah. Yeah, that's so cool that, like, as we're growing, our parents are growing, too. We yeah. get to witness a lot and of that. You always got to remember that, that they're coming from the same place as you are. Yeah, they're just beautiful. Um, so then you also said camp is kind of a spiritual recharge for you throughout mm -hmm. the year. Yeah. What things do you walk away from here, like, kind of ready to do after? I'm I'm really just ready to see my friends. Like, I just yeah. want to I just want to go back home to my team, to my, to my family. And at the same time, you also have to be aware that, that can get shot down pretty quickly. You can you can get very quickly discouraged if you don't stay in it, keep that routine. Yeah. Um, it's happened nearly every year. Mm -hmm. I would say that it happens nearly every year with everyone At some point, in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when I go back to my friends, I really feel like, um, and I actually do something and I bring something about it that I learned here. I feel as if this place um, really accomplished that with me. So. Yeah, yeah, that's all the counselors and I were talking last night because here we're so intentional in our conversations mm -hmm. in every single yeah. like activity that we go to. I'm like, imagine if we were this intentional. I know. You're and, rather and at school. Like, yeah, and we were talking about uh, at earlier uh, at dinner last night. We were talking about like camp is how the world is supposed to be, yeah. and it's and to just even comprehend a taste of that is is uh, um, worthwhile in itself. Absolutely. And um, also when it comes to counselors. Uh, um, I feel like the counselors also, when they say, hey, um, text me, hey, uh, like, feel free to reach out to me throughout the year at all. P 
people don't really realize that like the counselors here really mean that and they really do like they are for um, post camp um, interaction and to help you as help as you're helping them. Yeah, has there been like a particular counselor or a year or anything that was super impactful? Um, for you? Yeah, so throughout the year I've always had good counselors. I've never not had good counselors. Um, I had like a three three year span of like having Grayson Spears, mm-hmm. and he was probably he was probably my those were probably my favorite years at camp. Yeah, um, because I was like where I was spiritually, it was very um, malleable, and I was trying to figure out who I was, and he was really just a fun guy to be around and really help me out with that and really like bring this place to life. Um, Jackson Thacker and um, I actually had uh, Reeves Walker one year and that was fun. That was, I, that was so fun. I would pay a million dollars to be Reeves' cabin yeah, just was, to notice yeah, that. Was, that was very fun. That's awesome. And then is there a favorite theme that you've had that's like really stuck with you? Um, I don't remember what year this was. I don't even remember what theme it was, but this was when the pavilion was not, the pavilion wasn't here, and it was a raggedy old tennis court, and the tennis court had cracks all up in it, but they got a DJ here, and the DJ got right on the tennis court, his name was DJ Too Much, (laughs) and uh, and his slogan was, your mom's favorite DJ, or something like that, but uh, uh, we, when we, uh, we all went out to the tennis court, and there was like lights everywhere, and it was like the biggest party yeah. ever. And so, like, we were all going crazy. They were throwing water in the air. It was, I don't even know what theme it was. I want to say Hawaiian, but I don't want to like put my yeah. put, put it there and then, like and people from like years ago. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So yeah, I love just how many like fun parties and stuff there are at camp because like life with God is supposed to be fun. It's yeah. supposed to be celebrated. Which next year we'll be talking a lot about mm-hmm. celebration yeah. and like the prodigal son and all these things. Because um, like Jesus wants to throw a party when we come home, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm also con- like worried because like we have like two parties left this week, so and we only have a couple days, so they're probably going to be end up being back to back or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our energy out. Um, and then what? Like, why would you tell another camper to come to Kip Chioka? I think um, that before. So I mainly would tell tell someone to come. You're not really coming for um, the. You are coming for the experience, but really, camp for me, because my parents here, it's just become a routine, but in general, for over time, I've seen it more as like a place to build friendships, and I, like, you can really say that, like, people will be like, oh, you can build friendships anywhere, but here, it's so easy, because you're all coming here with, with a common goal, and that's to grow closer to God, and and, what, and majority, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but majority of people are coming here for that common goal, and for you all to come together realize and just for someone to see that they're not alone that just that moment for them to see that they are um alongside with other people that can reassure them like just that and so for them to come here not only find and build friendships with people who also have like mindset and also who want the same things for them and counselors who want the best for them and leadership who wants to pour into them it's really a like if you find an excuse not to come, if and you have the ability to, I mean, you're really just missing out. Like, it's yes. just a fun time. Yeah, Yeah, and it's so simple that it really is about relationships. Yeah. There's not a ton of distractions. Yeah. Like, we play basketball. We swim. Yeah. We play nine square. Um, so I think we just, like, really stay focused on the people. Mm-hmm. And how has that emphasis on relationships here, like, how does that change the way that you walk at school and at home? 
Yeah, so I, I really do um, try to treat people, um, try, try to start treating people with all, all like, even level of respect and, yeah. and, and gain or, or um, waiver as it goes. But um, when it comes to transferring what, how I treat people here or how, what I learn from people here to the way I walk at school, um, I would say when I leave here and if I were to just go into school, I, I hold myself to a higher standard and I hold myself to a position of, look, I, I don't know what they've been doing this summer, but I've been building myself to help them. And I don't know if they know that, but it's for, for me to always have that in my head that I'm here to help them. And I've actually been going through the summer equipping myself for these opportunities. Um, it really does truly, it makes, it makes school mean that much more because it's yeah. not high school is not about the books. It's not about what you learn. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, that matters to an extent. But when it comes down to it, it's really about those relationships that you build. Yeah. Melon, you are so wise. This is why we love our campers. Um, and I know a lot of campers always struggle with, I mean, like here, it's really easy to talk about God. And at high school, like really I just is. feel yeah. isolated. Mm -hmm. If I do, or if I want to love people well, what encouragement do you have for them? So when it comes to going to camp and comparing it to your environment at home or even at school, um, especially with coronavirus, it's become a lot harder because yeah. people are in their homes and um, maybe it's not the best environment for them and it can be really discouraging. Um, camp is so easy because every, you have zero threat. Your people only here are building you up. And when you go down to wherever you're from, there, it's not, people need to realize it's not the popular thing to believe in Jesus. Yeah. It's not the popular thing anymore, at least. Um, it's not the cool thing. It's not the cool way. And so for you to comprehend that and realize that, hey, I'm different, and that's a good thing, that you can either use that as a weapon and then use that as like, hey, I'm like empowering yourself, or you can use it as, um, well, I, I really don't have anyone because you can see camp as like the only place. When in reality, you are that place and you, you bring that to the situation. It's whether or not you want to or whether, yes. you're not, you, uh, whether or not you have the guts to because it is a sacrifice because not everyone's going to like you more people i mean jesus promised it he promised that <laughs> hey it's going to get a whole lot harder when you say yes to me yeah. and so when um you when you had that put into your brain that expectation of hey it's going to be harder you you begin to build grit and you begin to build um a routine of um then if it's harder and if people more people aren't liking me then i'm doing the right thing yeah I'm obviously doing something right if someone's not like it. Yes. I had the youngest girls cabin, and they were like, what's your top advice for high school? And I said, just be okay being alone. Yeah. Because if you constantly need to be hanging out with people, you're going to go through a lot of Because no if I were to compare my sister. So the four years, three or four years ago, Malik Monk, he plays for the Charlotte Hornets. He was our, he was at our basketball. He was on our basketball team in mm -hmm. high school. He went to my high school. And he was a great athlete and all that stuff, but he, he was a jerk to everyone. Um, and no one's really going to remember Malik Monk in a couple of years. Okay. In a couple of years, Malik Monk, like no one's really going to really care that he went to Bentonville High School in Northwest Arkansas. Mm -hmm. But Emma, who she, she wrote Christmas cards for the entire, all 4,000 kids in the school. Every single Christmas card to every single student. She won Miss BHS. She won Prom Queen, Homecoming Queen. Not Prom. She won um, all these things and, and all these uh, accolades and, 
and all this stuff. And she held the door. She had so many tardies because she would not <laughs> stop holding the door for everyone. And we had to be like, okay, Emma, you got to, you got to get the class. Yeah, but people are going to remember that because Emma made a made an effort to sit with that kid at lunch, and she went the extra mile. And so every they're going to remember that forever, no matter what, whether it's like the school recognizing it or it was that person that she helped that mm -hmm. is going to remember that encounter forever because high school is not easy. Like it's not easy, yeah. especially loneliness because I, I struggled with loneliness in high school and so to have someone like that someone as Emma and she's a like a pure representation of when when you bring Jesus into your high school people are going to remember that whether you were the greatest athlete ever to go to that yeah. high school or not well, so I wanted to ask I know you are a rather good athlete I've heard yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what is it like being a student athlete and like loving your teammates? Well? It's it's a lot harder being a student athlete and um, believing in Jesus. In the same in the same sense, it, it can be easier um, when it comes to administration and leaders mm -hmm. because they really admire that and they really see that. But they also might not see how hard it is on a team um, because that Jesus can really bring a team together and really mm -hmm. bring a team for a common goal very easily because that's what team's point is they're all coming together for a common goal. But when it comes to um, the temptations or the relationships um, within the team, people disagreeing with you, people like like don't don't bring that here. I mean, we're we're just playing football, yeah. and people they're trying to some some I don't know if this is a word, but they're trying to simplicitize the the situation. Yes. And so when it comes to being um, a student athlete and trying to be that representation, you're you are risking a lot more, a lot more. Um, feedback like a lot more but in the end they like i mean you're you're just there to help them and and but the thing is is like they'll 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 disagree with you but if you score touchdowns they're fine with you like yes. it's 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 kind of <laughs> like it's yeah it's yeah just keep like your street credit up <laughs> um so then i know it, obviously there's a lot of practice time there's a lot of games oh, yeah. um and i just remember in high school that was a big thing for people in my youth group that like mm -hmm. couldn't come to things because they had sports like all these other commitments mm -hmm. so where do you find like the discipline of practice but still yeah. staying in the word and praying so um when i see when i when i'm deciding like whether or not i can make something or whether or not um i i should do this um when it regards to like my spiritual life i i really do look at um why am i here i i take a step back and i'm like okay am i here to um, make sure I'm at the 7.30 or 7, 7 a.m. practice? Or am I here to like better myself um, spiritually and build up people around me? Because that's what matters in the end. Because football come, comes and goes. Whether you spend 20 years in the NFL or you play four years in high school, it's going to come and it's going to leave. Yes. And your relationship with God doesn't do that. It comes and, and, and He's always there. And so when it comes to prioritizing that, I've always prioritized my relationship with God and that impact on my friends as number one. Yeah. And so when it comes to even coming here, I almost didn't come here. Um, I really didn't. I really like really second guessed myself and almost didn't come because um, I was going to come week one or the first term, and then they switched yeah. it. And um, I was like, well, I don't really want to miss a week of football. But I actually talked to my coaches about it, and they actually encouraged me to come here, yeah. which I thought, which I saw as very. It was very admirable of them to, to even say that as a public, a, a 4,000 kid public school. Yeah. To say that, um, it really uh, like assures me that I'm in the right place. But also when it comes to my private life, 
and um, incorporating that, you really do have to keep a, because you're not going to be, most likely in a public school, you're not going to have that sort of accountability that you do here. Nowhere near the, yeah. nowhere, nowhere near the capacity that you would have here. So you really do have to keep your guard up. Luckily, I've had someone like my dad. Mm -hmm. um, he's been that guy for me, even throughout my like lonely years in high school. Uh, he's always been um, there for me when it comes to keeping me on track, keeping me encouraged, keeping me um, going when it regards my spiritual life, making sure that I'm prioritizing that over football. Because if you prioritize your spiritual life, it will become... It will flow into football, and yeah. that's that's just that's just facts. Like that isn't that's not even <laughs> that's, that's not even facts. debate. That's not even debatable. <laughs> yeah, because if everything's riding on a football career or any other career, it's never going to be enough, and it's never going to fill. It's going to put so much pressure on it. But if we're loving the Lord, we have like the freedom to yeah. do well and have fun. Mm -hmm. And Connor is a counselor here. Plays football. Yeah, he like, does. Bellhaven. Yeah. Yeah, he plays football there. Says all the time. He's like, if we applied these like this discipline to our spiritual lives, like imagine where we would be. If, if I were to, if I were to apply the discipline that I have, nearly three workouts a day, the same meal routine, same everything to, I literally wake up nearly the same time every single day, go to bed about the same time every single yeah. day. And if I were to apply that to my spiritual life, the changes would be astronomical. <laughs> like it's not even, it, it would be, it would be insane. Yeah, and what about being on a team and like constantly having that group to go back to and support? What have you learned from being on a team? Being on a team, I think, is something that someone should, everyone should experience. Whether it's the robotics team or it's the baseball team, yeah. like it, it doesn't matter the extremity of the competition. It matters the um, the relationships and the uh, the 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 way that you sort of hold yourself in those relationships. And so when I'm, when I see the team as, I see the team as one of the most valuable units because mm -hmm. in corporate, like what, what, do, what do corporate companies do when they need a problem solved? They get a team together yeah. and they supply teams to different regions around America. My mom's on a team for like, um, for the pharmacies in Walmart and mm -hmm. she's been moving all over America for the, that, the, these different teams. She gets a new team every year. Yeah. And so the, the team, the, the word team, I mean, it's just, it's so, it, they can do so much as a team because you're all coming together for one, for one reason. And when it comes to football and you're working, and my favorite part about football, my favorite part that throughout my entire four years is when we're at practice and everyone on the team is at their breaking point. Every single person on the team is either about to throw up or we've already <laughs> yeah. been there and we've passed that. Um, everyone's lightheaded and we're just, we just can't take anymore. And some people even want to quit. Yeah. Those are my favorite parts because when in those moments and when you see the person next to you struggle with you and they continue to move forward and they continue to per like keep going, those show true strength and shoot and they show true care for the, it shows that you can rely on them when it comes, because if I can't rely on you, Monday morning at 5.30 a.m. on a practice, I can't rely on you Friday nights when there's 10 seconds left in the game. Yeah. And so the team unit is something that I think I, I would love to, like I really do believe everyone should experience that. I love that. And you look and like, Jesus came and assembled a team. And yeah. We have teams of counselors and we have cabins because there's something about the camaraderie mm -hmm. of having your people. Small groups are, and mega churches such as Church of the Highlands, they've really, for some, for a church of, like 60, 70,000 uh, people, 
for them to be as personable and as small group oriented as they are is very is very 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 good. I yeah. mean, it's it's very um, important, and I I'm glad that they realize that. And then through their growth program, their um, amp track, they've also uh, kind of spread that to other churches, and so people realize that a team, a small group is where you grow the most. Yeah, because there's so much more depth and accountability in that instead mm-hmm. of being really widespread and just kind of knowing a few people, but to really intimately yeah. know a couple is way more powerful. So last two questions that we ask everyone, what would okay. you tell yourself before coming to camp? Before Which coming to camp. you started 14 years ago, so we'll say, like, what did you tell yourself this year, especially when we didn't think camp would happen? Really, so when, before I ever do something that I feel like is going to be a great time, very memorable, um, whether it's, prom or whether it's just a great weekend or a great vacation uh on on my way there um on my way here i actually did this um i really reminded myself and really repeated and ingrained in my head to take um take the time to just sit in the moment be in the moment rather than hey um what's the next game what are we doing next what's the we going it's become more just be in the moment, be with the people, because most likely I could come next year. I could, because um, I'll be a senior this year. Um, But I I might not because all my friends are graduating. So when it comes to being in the moment, this is my last year. And I feel like if I would have done that more throughout my earlier years, uh, I probably would have been further in my, than I am now in my spiritual Mm -hmm. life. When it comes to, really taking in the environment taking in hey I'm only gonna I'm not gonna experience this many people who care about me and who care about loving God throughout the entire year I'm not gonna get that again if that's just reality like if you think you are that's I mean I you, you, yeah, I don't know where you're hanging out but I want to go there yeah <laughs> but most likely this is the only place where you're gonna experience that and so to really just be in the moment and be really um sort of in-depth about how you approach it and how you take care of every single um, person, how you take care of every conversation that you're in, really fruitful conversations, yeah. that will that will make the most of this opportunity that you're given because it's only a week and it flies by. Yes. We're already halfway through. That is crazy. Don't talk about it. But, um, <laughs> John Leak was telling yeah. us at Campfire during tra- staff training, literally just reading John 3.16, very basic verse. Yeah. He's like, I've come that you may have eternal life. He's like, eternal life isn't just in the future, but he's like, we can have, you know, when you don't really sense time passing and mm-hmm. it's just beautiful and a lot of oh, it yeah. happens when you don't have your phone. He's like, Jesus came for like those eternal moments and like for when things feel timeless. Especially here. Yeah. And that happens it's, here. It's, it's just like it is here. I mean, you, you really don't realize it, but because in the beginning it's like, oh, like the first day feels long. Like, and it's a half day. It's a half day. It feels like it's the longest day of camp. But the rest of it, just when it when it becomes a routine of morning, night, morning, night, yeah. morning, night, and you know what you're going to do and you're anticipating it, it really does fly by. And you can very easily um, lose track of the whole purpose of camp rather yeah. than um, really enjoying it. Yeah, insane intentional. And then a couple of months from now when you have not been around your friends from camp and when you're back at school yeah. practicing, what do you want mm-hmm. to tell yourself from the place that you are now? I want, I want to remember, um, I want to sort of, remember what I felt when I was here and, and, and really because my, all my friends are graduating, going to college. So not only are they going to be, I'm not going to be with them. They're actually going further from where they are or from where they are now. It's further from me. Um, and so I'm really going to have to 
not lose track of, of, of where I am, who I am, and what, what I did here. Um, and because a lot of that has to do with even something as simple as memorizing scripture and, and quoting it or re repeating it to yourself. Um, if I were to do that continuously and um, revert back to camp, I mean, it would just, it's something that I really don't do often. I really, I really did struggle with when I get home, um, except last year, I, I would get home and I, I wouldn't, I would have zero routine. I, yeah. I, I would literally just come here for a good time, which is, a, which is very easy to do yeah. because if you show up, you're going to have a good time. Yes. And when it came to taking it seriously and really realizing that, Hey, I'm, I'm fighting for my friends' lives, basically. Um, it, it really allowed me to enhance the encouragement and the um, the point at which I'm trying to get, and that's that um, I'm really trying to help my friends out, and because they don't they don't experience this, yeah. so I have to take in every single moment. I have to take in everything that I'm given, <laughs> and I have to basically tell them what happened, yeah. not verbatim what happened, but put out into word what we were spoken mm -hmm. and what we were told. And give them the experience, give them a taste of the experience that I did. Because yes. they don't get that. Yes, so. I love your heart in that so much. And I like to pray for us. Yes. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for our campers. Um, especially ones like Nolan who have just opened their hearts to you. And that are so ready to receive what they have. Or what you have for us here this summer. Lord, I pray over all of our campers listening. God, that they would just feel encouraged to be Christians at school. To be Christians in their homes. Um, and to just keep up all the things that they learn here at camp. We thank you that you invite us to be team players. We thank you for the original team of disciples that you established. And we're just so excited to be part of that team for the rest of our lives. God, thank you for the spiritual recharge that camp is. Thank you for all the things that you're teaching us. And I just pray that they would become so firmly embedded in our hearts that we never forget the lessons and we never forget the God that we encountered here so that we could love you in all our days. God, we love you so much. I thank you so much for Nolan um, and his heart here and also his heart for loving people at school. And we just praise you for that. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for listening. Since the kingdom is not built in the media room, it is our hope that you take these ideas into real life conversations with friends, family, and the Lord. Be sure to find us anywhere you can scroll at Camp Yoga and live knowing that you are loved.